Evening, Tom. Evening, George. Just finished work. Ah, got to knock off early. Gets a dark. See you down at the Red Lion later. No, too cold to go out at nights now. I've got a good book at home I'm going to read. What, a library book? Ah, just picked it up at Floggett's from Gert and Daisy. Ladies and gentlemen, the BBC presents Floggett's with Joan Sims, Hugh Paddock, Ronnie Barker, Iris Vandeleur, Ron Moody and Elsie and Doris Waters. This library is in a shocking state. Look, I'll tidy the shelves and you sort the index, I eh? I know. Mm. Um, oi, here, Daisy. According to this, Emmy Smead's had a body in the furnace for three weeks. What? Yes. I said Emmy Smead's had a body in the furnace for three weeks. Well, Lammy, don't tell me. Tell Constable Harris. Oh, I don't mean she's got a real body in the furnace. I mean she's got one of our books. Well, it's probably cheaper to burn books with coal the price it is. Look, I'm going to ask her for it when she comes in. Do you know, Daisy, auto books are the only kind she ever reads. And she got a funny taste? I don't know, Gerd, I never tasted her. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, that body in the furnace thing sounds like one of those real cheap, horrible shockers. And when you do get it back, don't you start reading it. Why not? Well, I want it first. <laughs> oh, lummy, Gert, you haven't half got these shelves in a mess. What do you mean? I spent ages sorting them out. So I see. Look at this. Principles of electricity. Put that under light reading. Mm. A selection... <laughs> A selection of burns under first aid. And look at this one. Mating habits of the Death Watch Beetle under love and romance. <laughs> oh, well, I'll sort them out again tomorrow. Oh, here's one I haven't read. I'll have a go at this tonight. Ooh, murder under the floorboards. That's ever so good. You'll enjoy that. You don't find out till the last page it was the button who did it. Oh, thanks very much. <laughs> now what do I do? I've got a mystery story without a mystery. Oh, sorry, Daisy. So you can always read it backwards and try and guess who was murdered, can't no, you? No, I don't think I'll bother. I should, Daisy. You know, there's nothing I like better than a good mystery. Well, you'll enjoy yourself tonight. The shepherd's pie for tea. <laughs> now, that reminds me, what time is it? Half past four. Oh, we'll never put the kettle on the stove. Right, oh. Dear Daisy, the kitchen light won't work. It's probably the bulb. Put another one in. I can't reach. Hang on, I'll get Cyril to fetch the steps. Cyril? Cyril? Yes, Mrs. Floggett? Do you know where the steps are? Oh, just a minute. I did. Where was it now? Um, uh, the steps. Well, don't uh, make a speech. I only ask where the steps are. Oh, I remember now. They're in Russia. And they have mines there where they send people, people to make those little packets of salt that you get in crisps. What are you on about? I want the step ladder. What for? We want to put a bulb in the kitchen. Oh, why don't you put it in a little pot in the garden where it can get the sunshine and the rain? <laughs> oh, come here. Look, there. We want an electric light bulb in that socket. Oh, why don't you use a stepladder? Cyril. Sometimes I wonder, is it you that's barmy or me? I know. Oh, do you? <laughs> well, don't bother to tell me now. Can you reach up there and get a bulb in? Yeah, easy. Now then. Cyril, what are you going to do? I'll just put this chair on the table. Oh, now, yeah. these two biscuit tins on the chair. Now then. Oh, I'll go and... Oh, there we are. Marvellous, Cyril. There's only one thing... The light is over this side of the room. Oh, well, if I lean across, I can reach it. it, it it's a bit of a stretch. Cyril, be careful. There you are. I've got hold of the wire. Now it... Oh! Oh! oh. 
Here, I'd never have thought of that, Daisy. What? He's brought the whole fitting down. We don't have to climb up and put the bulb in now. Now, that boy shouldn't be allowed out without his keeper. Oh, where's he gone? Off home to clean up. Look, I'd better tidy around here. Go nip into the shop and phone the electricity board in strawbridge. Oh, no, not me, Daisy. You know I don't like telephones. Oh, I often used to see you and Wally inside a phone box. I know we were only went in there to say goodnight. Go on. <laughs> Look, go and phone up, girl. Tell him we to get a man out here. I don't like to, Daisy, and I'd sooner you did it. Oh, really go I on, girl. Get on with you. Oh, all right. Never can manage to make the blooming things work. I'm sure. Oh, dear. I just make myself a bit tidy. That's it. And then which end is which? Please. Hello. Um, this is Gert. We want a man. Well, don't we all, dear? Number, please. Our lights have gone wrong. Oh, you want the electricity board. Strawbridge 4-3. Just a moment. Hello. Strawbridge 4-2. Davis the butcher. Oh, sorry. I can't hear you. Davis the butcher. Who? Davis. Butcher. Butchers. Oh, hello, Mr. Butchers. This is Gert. No, I mean, uh, um, this is Floggett's, yes. It's about the lights. Oh, what's up with them? Well, they, they've gone off. Oh, well, they're all right when they left here, I guarantee that. Well, well, they're off now. How long you had them, then? Oh, they were here when we moved into the shop six months ago. <laughs> oh, strike me pink. Have you got them in the fridge, then? Oh, no. Well, you expect them to be a bit high, then, don't you? Well, they're not all that high. I mean, Cyril got at them. Who's Cyril? You're a cat. No, no, he's the boy who works in the shop. Hey, poor little boy, I must be starving. Look, Mrs., where have you got these lights? Well, you've got them in every room, you see. I mean, they hang down from the ceiling. Well, what sort are they? Calves, sheep, or oxes? No, they're ours. Hey? Well, it's not me you want, Mrs., it's a doctor. Possibly a, possibly a vet. Cheerio. Well, what did he say? Honestly, Daisy was ever so rude. I couldn't get any sense out of him. He was talking to me as if I was half daft. That's funny. I didn't think he knew you. <laughs> well, the thing is, Gert, is he coming or not? I don't think so. He said we needed a doctor. Doctor? Mm. Don't want a doctor. We want an electrician. Good evening, ladies. Cyril just come and woke me up and said you had need of my services. What? Mr. Niggle, five o'clock and you're still sleeping? Well, you see, it was my mid-morning nap. Only I wasn't awake this morning to take it. Now then, what exactly is the trouble? Well, Cyril swung on the lamp pendant and pulled it off the ceiling. Oh, well, of course, the boy's very athletic. He's probably been reading those Tarzan books again. Now then, let's have a look. Hmm. Oh, yes, indeed. Well, can you do it? I don't know. I can't see it. <laughs> Why don't you put the light on? Because Cyril pulled it off the ceiling. Oh, yes, of course. Oh, yes. Oh, I haven't quite woke up yet. Oh, just a minute, I'll strike a match. Oh, yes, that's a very simple task. Look, Mr. Niggle, unless you're sure you know what you're doing, we'd rather you didn't touch it. Ladies, ladies, do you realise I've worked all over the United States as a electrician? Have you? Of course. You've heard of Washington, D.C., haven't you? Yes. Well, it was A.C. before I started on it. <laughs> Look, Mr. Niggle, we're not that daft. D.C. stands for Washington, District of Columbia. You don't have to tell me where it is. Now then, where's the main switch? Ah, oh, here it is. Right. Mr. Niggle, now you've put the lights out in the shop as well. well of course. You don't want me to be electrocuted, do you? <laughs> do you mind if we talk that over before we answer? <laughs> well, then... We can't see a thing. Well, there's not much going on at the moment, is there? 
Oh, ignore him, Gert. Look, get some candles out of the shop and put them round the place. All right. How long is this going to take you, Mr. Nickel? Well, let's see now. A ten-minute job. Allowing for me tea break. Say hour and a half. Oh, well, be as quick as you can. Gert. Was that you, Daisy? Well, I mean, who we were expecting? Rock Hudson. Oh. <laughs> well, I found some candles, but they're all soft. I don't know if they'll light or not. Have you got a match? Here you are. Well, go on. Light it. Gert, you can spend your evenings how you like. But I'm not standing here all night trying to light a pork sausage. <laughs> She's putting the finishing touches in. Ready now, Miss Gert? Yes. Right then. Oh, Mrs. Floggett, perhaps you wouldn't mind helping her down. Well, what's wrong with you? It's like touch a cramp in the legs. This armchair off yours is too low, you know. Oh, well, come on, Gert. Now you come. Whoops. You're out right. Now then, ladies, for my big moment. I shall switch on, and I think you will observe that when the light is on, it will be brighter than ever. Nigglehead's brightness. You know. <laughs> You know, that sounds vaguely familiar. <laughs> Go on, then. Yeah, they've all gone out again. Oh, yeah, but you must admit that while they lasted, they were very bright. <laughs> oh, love O'Reilly. Well, what do you think it is this time? Well, it's rather difficult to explain. You see, this is a highly technical explanation. I don't know if you ladies will be able to comprehend it or not. Well, what is it? Something's broke. <laughs> well, you blinded me with science. Do you think it might have something to do with the fuses? Fuses? Mm -hmm. Fuses? Yes, yes, those little china things with wire in them. Oh, is that what they are? <laughs> oh, yes, of course, that's probably what it is. Uh, we in the trade never call them fuses, you know. Oh, what do you call them? Oh, oh, oh we call them them uh, uh, little china things with wire in them. <laughs> anyway, ladies, don't you worry, I'll go and look into it. Well, hurry up, Mr. Niggle, it's terrible trying to serve in the shop. Honestly, it's shocking in there, Gert. Oh, now there's somebody else. It's that little girl from down the road. Hello, Rosemary. Hello. Isn't it creepy here in the dark with just the candles? I hope the wicked wizard doesn't come in and catch us. No, don't worry, dear. He's in the kitchen fixing the fuses. <laughs> oh, good, because I don't like wizards and witches. Do you know, on my way down here, I hid because an ugly wicked old witch went by. Now, Rosemary, you mustn't talk like that about Mrs. Butler. Now, dear, what have you been doing today? I went for a walk and I saw lots of things. I saw, I saw a man making a horse. Making a horse? Yes. When I saw him, he'd nearly finished. He was just nailing the feet on. <laughs> well, isn't that nice? Now, what would you like today, Rosemary? I would like, please, um, six bars of toffee, four bars of nugget, dolly mixture, candy kisses, chocolate drops, bull's eyes and liquor sauce. Mm. <laughs> That's a lot for a little girl. You eat all those, you'll have tummy ache. Oh, they're not for me. The fairy sent me down to get them. They're having a party and I'm going to it. Oh, that's lovely, dear, but I still think you shouldn't eat them all. I'm not. The fairies are going to eat them. Yes, dear, but perhaps they're just pretend fairies. You don't believe in fairies. <laughs> <laughs> You're nasty, naughty ladies, and you don't believe in fairies. Rosemary. Rosemary. We, we, we do believe in fairies, don't we, Kurt? Yes, yes, of course we do. Are you sure? Yes, yes, we really believe in fairies. Oh, good. Well, bye-bye, then. Bye-bye. Here, just a minute, Rosemary. What about the five bob for the sweets? Well, get it from the fairies. It's their party. Bye-bye. <laughs> Honestly, how much longer is old Niggle going to be? It's nearly six o'clock. 
Oh, here we are, Mrs. Floggett. Everything is under control this time. There won't be no trouble. Why, what have you done? Well, instead of that fiddling little bit of wire, I've put in a dirty great six-inch nail. <laughs> It'll surprise me if that blows out. Now then. <laughs> well, I am surprised. <laughs> oh, Mr. Niggle, have they gone again? Oh, just a minute. This requires thought. Now, uh, has the shop light gone? Yes. Has the kitchen one gone? Yes. The porch one gone? Yes. Well, they've gone again. <laughs> Amazing. The thing is, what do we do now? Don't worry, ladies. Uh, Mrs. Floggett? Oh, there you are. Oh, hello, Mrs. Mead. What is it? Well, all our lights have suddenly gone out. You've no idea how awkward it is in the dark. We can't see what we're doing. You've no idea how awkward it is. <laughs> Here, why have you got the shop lit with candles? Have your lights gone as well? No, it's Gert's birthday. <laughs> oh, really? Many happy turns in the day. Thanks very much. Here, Daisy, that can't be right. I've already had one this year. It's Mr. Niggles' fault. He's been putting years on us. You know, Mrs. Butler says she thinks it's some dozy, half-baked, ignorant idiot who don't know what he's doing messing about with the electric wire somewhere. Well, it's funny you should say that, because Mr. Oh, Niggles... Oh, no, men, ladies, I don't think you'll have any more trouble with your kitchen sink. Hey, what are you on about? The tap won't give you any more trouble, <laughs> get me? Well, he never gave us any trouble well, before. That's what I mean, if you understand me. I'll uh, just go and switch the water on again. But you didn't come in to fix the water. Yes, yes, you of came course. In to... A nod is as good as a wink to a blind horse, isn't it? Yes, and uh, a rolling stone gathers no moss, I'm sure. Mrs. Doggett. Oh, and you can lead a horse to the water. Yeah, what are we playing at, <laughs> silly devils? It's a party of some sort, isn't it? Yes, that's right, yes. Um, what did you want, Emmy? Well, I don't want to interrupt your birthday festivities any longer, but uh, I wondered if you had some candles. Oh, yes, thanks. Oh, good. Well, uh, I don't want to cause no ill feeling, but uh, could you spare us some? Well, we can let you have a dozen, Emmy, but that's the last we've got. Oh, thank you, Mrs. Blowish. Uh, Mrs. Butler will pop in and pay for them as soon as she finds her purse. Oh, did she lose it when the lights went out? Well, more or less, she lost it in the blackout in 1939. <laughs> well, that's the end. Mr. Nicholls, the sooner you get these lights on, the better. We're losing pounds in here. Well, ladies, I've been thinking it all over, and I've come to the conclusion that the cause of all this trouble is something defective. Yes, and I think it's you. Well, it's nice to know you have confidence in me, ladies. <laughs> now, I'll just nip down and check the main fuses. And I'd like you to boil some water. What for? I'm dying for a cup of tea. Oh, dear, oh, dear. Oh, that niggle. Oh, I don't know, Daisy. I feel sorry for him sometimes. You know, he told me once he started life as a barefoot boy. Well, I mean, none of us were born with shoes on. <laughs> no, I mean, he's a self-made man. Yes, and didn't he make a rotten job of it? Yeah, what's that pulling up outside? Oh, it's Mr. Bell's van. Oh, hello, Mr. Bell. Oh. Uh, hello. Now, I'm not Mr. Bell, you know. My name's Todd, actually. Oh, where's Mr. Bell? Oh, he's laid up with a cold, poor fella. Be all right in a day or so. Went to see him the other day in his room at Notting Hill. Four guineas a week he pays. Disgusting, really, you know. Why, an aunt of mine has a room in Maid of Vale. Thirty bob a week, and they think the world of her. Used to be a singer, trained in Italy, sang in the Scala Milan. Nice little place, of course. Hot and cold running water and a gas ring in the corner. What, the Scala Milan? No, Mr. Bell's room at Notting Hill. Uh, so you don't want any then? Want any what? Oh, of course, haven't tried to sell you any yet, have I? <laughs> no, but you've got a wonderful line in sales talk. Oh, oh well. By the way, Mr. Bell told me there's a cracking little pub round here somewhere, the Red Lion, isn't it? That's right. Supposed to be over 400 years old. 
Only, of course, there's a place in London where we come from that's even older. And Uncle Ours used to go there. Yes, he used to play the trombone there on Saturdays when they had a dance. Mm, married an artist, funny woman she yes. was, wasn't she? Lived in a garret over a greengrocer's shop in Shepherd's Bush. It's a lovely little place, though, always full of very friendly people dropping in for a drink. Well, the Red Lion? Oh, no, our aunt's garret in Shepherd's Bush. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I see. Oh, well, cheer by. What a funny couple. Kept changing the subject. Uh, where are we? Ah, oh, here we are, the red line. Ah, oh, there you are, miss. I'll have a whiskey and soda. Pleasure. Whiskey? You remind me of one of my boyfriends. Oh, you must be Greta. I've heard all about you. It's a lie. <laughs> no, no, no. I mean, George Bell's told me all about you. Oh, you're a friend of Mr. Bell's. What's your name, then? Well, my name's Todd, actually, but my friends call me Toddy. Why? Because you're hot or because you're half full of whiskey? <laughs> <laughs> Very amusing, most amusing. <laughs> Tell me, how is Fine, it? please. Can't you see I'm busy? Now, as I was saying, how is Mr. Bell? Oh, fair. Should be out again soon. Yes, I heard all about your boyfriends. Tell me, when do you think of marriage? Oh, all the time. <laughs> oh, no. No, I mean... What are you looking for in a husband, actually? I mean, wealth, personality, or appearance? Oh, appearance, and the sooner the better. <laughs> Mind you, I went out with a very well-to-do chap once, said he was a draftsman, but I don't think he could have been much good. Oh, why not? Well, he never seemed to know where to draw the line. <laughs> of course Point, you know... please. Oh, do desist. <laughs> of course, you know, he'd been around. Really? How do you know that? Well, he had so many breach of promise suits, every letter he wrote began, My darling sweetheart and gentleman of the jury... <laughs> Oh, most amusing. Aha. Of course, I get around too, you know. What? I was out last night with a nurse. Really? Still, perhaps your mum will let you go out without one soon. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> really... Yes. Well, of course. Um, so you have no steady boyfriend at the moment? No. A while back, you know, I was engaged to a fellow, but he started breaking appointments, and then he didn't answer my letters, and then he married Judy Higgins, so I think I'll break the engagement off. <laughs> oh, I should. He yeah. wasn't much of a catch, mind you. I think he had a sixth sense. Oh, why? Well, there was no sign of the other five. <laughs> Do you know Fine, that... please. Oh, I shall become peeved with you. <laughs> now, as I was saying, I didn't miss him, you know, for long. I say, Greta, don't you know it's dangerous to run after other men? Oh, it's safe enough running after them. It's when you've caught them that it starts getting dangerous. <laughs> But, you know, I was out with a young chap the other night, and when we got right out in the country, his car started making funny noises. And he said, I wonder what that is knocking. And what did you say? I said, well, don't start thinking it's opportunity. <laughs> the devil did that <laughs> Do you know, in the end, he got started after a struggle. Uh, with the engine? No, with me. <laughs> of course, you know... Fine, please. Oh, don't aggravate me. <laughs> don't. Get... Do you know, he belonged to a men's club. He used to stay in there till all hours nattering. I don't know. What do men talk about when they're together? Oh, I don't know. Same as women, I suppose. Well, you should be ashamed of yourself. <laughs> oh, well. Must be popping along. Perhaps I'll see you again. Cheer bye. Oh, Tom, I'd forgotten all about you. What will I be doing next? <laughs> oh, if you don't know, come you over here and all. Oh, Well, that's it, ladies. If the lights don't work this time, I'm a Dutchman. Well, you better get your clogs on and go back to your windmill. <laughs> I can't understand it. I wonder. Here, what's happened to the street light? It's gone out. Well, never mind the street, then. What's happened to the lights in the Red Lion? Here, just a minute. There's not a light on in the old village. What? Mr. Niggle. Mr. Niggle, do you realise what you've done? Now then, ladies, now then. Let's not be hasty in our judgments. 
Perhaps everyone's just having an early night. Oh, there you are, Dave. Here, all the lights in our house just went out all of a sudden. Mr. Niggle. Now then, Mrs. Flockett, calm yourself. Don't get excited. What? First you fuse our lights, then the lights next door, and now you put the old village in darkness. The trouble all started in our house, and you tell us not to get excited. Well, don't worry, ladies. It's probably a minor fault in your wiring. We'll soon have it right. Now then, if you'll bring all the candles into the kitchen... Sir, I'll bring my tools. Oh, come on, Gert, we might as well. Easy, what's he going to do now? Well, the rate he's going on, he'll have the whole country in darkness by nine o'clock. Now then, Cyril, spread those candles round the room. Right out, Dad. Get on to that crowbar, will you, ladies? I want you to give me a hand. Give you a... What are you going to do? Oh, ladies, ladies, I'd have thought you would... it was obvious to you. I'm going to tear up your floorboards. What? <laughs> groaning for? You haven't done anything? No, but I've told you before, this armchair's too low. Put on me cramp again. Now then, Cyril, there, down you go. Mr. Niggle, surely you're not letting Cyril go down there. Oh, I'm sorry, Miss Gert. I didn't know you wanted to go. I don't mean that. I mean it mightn't be safe. Oh, no. If it was safe, I'd go down. Well, what's he going to do down there, Mr. Niggle? He's going to inspect the wiring and look for breaks in it. Now, just a minute, Cyril. What are you tying that white wall round my ankle for, Daddy? And so as you can find your way back, lad. down here. Dad gives me all the mucky jobs to do. Cool, there's more room down here than I thought. I bet I could stand up straight. Oh, no, I can't. <laughs> Lammy, and there are a lot of rubbish down here. Old bricks, bits of wood. Oh, look, it's a Davy Crockett app. I'll have that. <laughs> oh, sorry, puss. Now then, did, did Dad say the red one's safe and the black one's dangerous or the other way around? I'll, I'll try the red one. I suppose that means the other one's safe. Now, let's see where they go. I'll throw this hole in the wall. I wonder if I can get through. Oh. <coughs> well, me head goes. That means the rest of me will. Oh. Oh. <coughs> I'm stuck. Here. What? I can hear someone talking. Sounds like Mrs. Butler. I must be under their house. Well, as I'm saying, Emma, I acted like a perfect lady. Didn't answer and never said a word. I just drew myself up and looked at her. Then I kicked her on the shins and walked out. <laughs> Emma, stop breathing so heavy over that book. You're blowing out the candle. I'm sorry, Dizzy Eddie. Emma, you never heard a word I said. Yes, I did, Dizzy Eddie, and I'm very glad you found it. Found what? Emma, you weren't listening. Oh, it is creepy in here with just candles. I wish the lights would go on. Stop reading that book and talk to me. What is it, anyway? It's called The Spectree of Ivy Cottage. <laughs> Don't show your ignorance. That's Spectre. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry, Vigeria. I don't know why you fill your head with them soppy ghost stories. You'd do much better to listen to me. Oh, but it's ever so good, Vigeria. It's about two old ladies living in a cottage, and they keep hearing noises under the floor. And in the morning, their hair's turned white, and they've both gone raving barmy. Oh, it's a beautiful story. <laughs> noises under the floor. Uh. What sort of noises, Emma? Well, a sort of tapping from under the floor. <laughs> oh, was it? Mrs. Butler! Mrs. Smee! Uh, what else did they hear, Emma? Um, oh, they heard strange voices calling them. <laughs> Listen, Emma, can you hear anything? Mrs. Smee! Mrs. Butler! Yes, Gazeri, I can hear tapping and somebody calling our name. Happy and somebody. Oh. Now then, Emma, don't panic. 
All you have to do with ghosts is humour them. Oh, yes. Next time he calls yes. you, answer him. Yes. Well, 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 why don't you answer him? It's your house. It's your ghost. Excuse me, Mr. Uh, I could hear you. Was there something you wanted? Is that you, Mrs. Smith? Yes, this is I, Emma Gertrude Smith, Esquire. <laughs> Don't be so formal, Emma. You'll offend him. Uh, are you a ghost from another age? No, I'm still from the shop next door. Oh, hear that, Gertrude. Siddle. What are you doing down there? I'm stuck here. Would you go next door and tell my dad? Tell your dad? I'll tell him all right. Come on, Emma. I'll bet it's them two in Floggets. It's some nasty scheme they've evolved. Now, don't be hasty, dearie. I mean, we don't want to cause no ill feeling, do we? Oh, don't we? Oi, you two, where are you? Oh, it's you. What do you want? I'd like an explanation of what your shop boy is doing under our floor. Your floor? What do you mean? He's under our floor. You may have put him down under your floor, but he's come up under ours. Oh, it's probably the gypsy in him. Made him wander. <laughs> well, he's wandered once too often. I could have him for trespass, you know, and you two for aiding and abutting. Disgrace. Now, steady, dearie. You see, Mrs. Floggett, she's annoyed because she thinks he went under there to spy on her. What, I spy on you? You're the one who does the spying. Look at your eyes, they're still bloodshot from Knothole Street. <laughs> That's enough. You're always talking about me spying and eavesdropping. You were on about it again yesterday. How do you know? Well, she had her ear to the wall and she heard you. <laughs> I know, I can still see the distemper on her ears. That's enough. You'd better get that boy out of it. You've got no respect for the privacy of the individual. Oh, I know we got that bit from, out of your rent book. <laughs> Never mind that. I want to know what you're going to do about that boy. Always causing trouble, you two are. What do you mean? I wouldn't be surprised if you weren't responsible for all this trouble with the lights. Just a minute. Now what's going on in your horrible little mind? First all the lights go out, and then we find that boy under the floor. I reckon you are responsible for it all. <coughs> yes. <clears throat> well, about Cyril, um, we'll call him back. You can't. He's trapped there. He can't get out. What? Ladies, ladies, Cyril hasn't returned, and I'm very worried. Why? Well, who's going to make my tea in the morning? <laughs> oh, don't worry, Mr Nigger. We know where he is. You and your bright ideas. He's gone under next door's floor and he's trapped. Trapped? Trapped? Quick, let's see if we can establish contact with the lad. Into the kitchen. Oh, dear, Mrs. Froggett. What made that hole in the floor? Woodworm. <laughs> Cyril? Cyril? Yeah. You all right? Yeah. Don't worry, lad. I'll soon have you out. Dad, I found an old comic down here and it's one I ain't read. Oh, you really? Well, bring it up when you come. I probably haven't read it either. <laughs> Cyril, where are you stuck? I'm jammed in a hole in the wall between the houses. If you could give me a pull from the other side, I'll be all right. Huh. I suppose you let this fat-head niggle make all this mess and put all your floorboards up. You want your heads red. Fear not, lad. Help is coming. Now then, Miss Gert, if you'll grab that crowbar and follow me, Mrs. Butler will lead the way. Lead the way where? Into your place, of course. It's obvious I'll have to tear up your floorboards now. <laughs> It's a lovely morning, Daisy. I've opened up the shop. What a night it was last night. You're not kidding. Old Nigel tears up our floor, then old Mother Butler's, then he drops a crowbar on his foot and goes home to bed sulking. Mm. But whatever he did, the lights came on, so he did earn the 50 bob he charged us. Did he? I don't know so much. Listen to this bit in the paper, Gert. 
Due to a failure at the power station, the old Strawbridge and Russet Green area was without lights for some hours last night. The fault was rectified by 10pm. Well, of all the things. Well, I'm glad. Still, never mind, Daisy, it's turned out all right. Except that old nigger forgot to put these floorboards back. Mm. Yes, that's right. And here, that's not all he's forgotten. What do you mean? Cyril? Cyril? Stick your mouth under that knot, old boy, and I'll pour you down a cup of tea. You've been listening to Floggits with Elsie and Doris Waters, Joan Sims, Hugh Paddock, Iris Vandeleur, and Ron Moody. The script was by Terry Nation, John Junkin, and Dave Freeman, and this recorded production was by Bill Gates. Thank you.